Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole in our January 30th, 2018 episode with ghost magnet Michelle LeBaron. Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. We have a great episode tonight with Michelle LeBaron, who is known as the Ghost Magnet. So we're really looking forward to uh, what she has to tell us. Um, Vanessa, our <laughs> my co-host, uh, really set this one up. So I, I actually hadn't known uh, much about Michelle. I read her bio, uh, checked out her profile a little bit. Interesting stuff going on there. And, of course, we have our chat shenanigator, Shauna, down there in the chat room. Again, I want to go ahead and thank everybody for the 5,000 subscribers. We're cruising right ahead. Vanessa, what do they get for 7,000? Because that was brought up on the uh, Edge of the Rabbit Hole uh, Facebook page earlier uh, today. Well, <laughs> well, for if we get 7,000 subscribers by my birthday, which for those who don't know... I will be 46, a proud 46, on March 14th of this year, okay? Um, if we get 7,000 subscribers by that day, we will have a contest. And the winner of said contest will get all three of my books signed. There you go. February, or, uh, March 14th. March 14th. So that's like a month and a half. Uh-huh, it's work, people. <laughs> don't, don't make fun of that. Okay? We can do work. that. <laughs> anyway, Mike so, is right, y'all. Um, I, I, I dragged Michelle on this show kicking and screaming. <laughs> okay? Um, she doesn't seek out attention, bless her. Um, she gets in there. She gets a job done. She gets it done right. Um, she gets it done in a way that women can be proud of. And I believe that she is a very good example of what to follow when it comes to, to being women in this field. It's not an easy business. Let's face it. If you're not looking hoochie and if you're not <laughs> putting yourself out there as a sex pot, nine times out of ten, it's really hard to get to get any type of not you know, notice. It's really hard for people to care. You know, I mean, you've got, you, you generally have to go from one extreme to the other. I'm the crazy. So I'm, I'm the one that's nuts and people seem to respond to that. Um, Michelle brings a whole other, a whole other side, to this, <laughs> whole other side to the table. And it was refreshing. And I reached out to her months and months and months ago and told and her how refreshing I and there's Tom McNicholas with a $2 super chat. Thank you, Tom McNicholas. He is awesome about that. So I really do appreciate you know, it. Um, as soon as I have the funds, I'm sending a book. Period. <laughs> I'll just send it to him. Yep, he, just he send it to him. He's going to be at uh, Mineral Springs in June. So that's another thing we need to talk about. June 9th at uh, Mineral Springs Hotel in Alton, Illinois is the... Uh, Haunted Road Media Paracon. So you want to make sure that you get out there, Alton, Illinois, for that. That is a Saturday from 10 yes. until 6. And then we have the uh, investigation at night. I know a lot of our... Uh, and there's Tom McNicholas with a $5 super chat. Wow, Tom, thank you. Here's to the 7,000 is his message. Awesome. So, and, wow. Yeah. And, and I know a lot of people are going to be there. Tom's going to be there. Tammy Heitzman is going to be there. Um, Bonnie Halperin. Halperin's going to yep. be there. So a lot, a lot of great people. And, of course, we have an, our entire lineup of speakers. Um, yeah. And, of it's course, our chat shenanigator, who, you know, without her, none of that would have been possible. So <laughs> Exactly right. Uh, um, and uh, for those who are attending, I really want you to know we are looking so unbelievably forward to getting to meet y'all. Yes. You have no idea. You have no idea what you've meant to us uh, when we started out as just a radio broadcast, um, you know, a podcast. And then we brought it into the YouTube generation and y'all have made it a success without you we wouldn't exist and again we are forever grateful Absolutely. um cannot wait to investigate with some of you people i cannot wait to scare the shit out of you <coughs> with my weirdness <laughs> i love it so I'm excited. um Chuck Banks is in there. I like ghost magnets, as I understand them. Chuck is also going to be uh, speaking there. So uh, I heard that there's a little thing going on tonight called um, State of the Union. Um, 
Yeah, so let's let's learn about the state of Michelle LeBaron. Oh, let's please. <laughs> All right. Michelle, tell us a little so, bit yeah. about you. What's a ghost magnet? A ghost magnet. <laughs> um, well, actually, I got the name um, from friends of mine. <laughs> um, it, it's just the stuff that I get and um, the things that I've. I don't know. I'm 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 a little magnet, I guess. <laughs> um, they say a lot of my friends say that I have a beacon of light. Which, um, what happened there? Where am I? Here no, I am. you're right there. We can see you. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, you're <Bye>. good. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a lot of my friends say that um, I'm I have a beacon of light, which draws spirits to me. And that's why um, I get the possible paranormal evidence that I've captured. I never claim it is um, because nobody knows. Nobody. So, um, but yeah, I just, it just grew on me. Everyone calls me the ghost magnet. And so now that's my nickname and I got to get that copyrighted. Yeah, you really should. Yeah, yeah you'll trademark that. Trademark that. Yeah, trademark. That's what it is. Yeah. Now, with so. it being with what your with what your friends have called you and how you've acquired that that nickname, I have to ask just because I'm me. Do you find that your magnetism draws a particular type of spirit, or is it could, could it be could it span a spectrum? Um, it's a wide variety. I, I get good spirits. I've I get angry, negative spirits. I they just every. I I can't explain. I just can't. Um, I get a wide variety. <laughs> so I get children. I get women. I get men. I get angry people. I get happy people. Um, so. Do you find that it that it depends on what type of mood you're in or what you're what you're going through at the time that might dictate the energy that's drawn to you? Um, it's possible when, when I go into a place, um, I'm always positive and I ground myself and I shield myself. I mean, I protect myself from, from negative things and I'm, I try to be happy and I try to be, I mean, I think I think the reason why they come to me is because I'm a kind person and they feel that they can come to me and and ask for help or what what whatever, you know. So So you treat them with respect. My nose itches. Oh, absolutely. I do not provoke ever. I I treat even the angry negative ones with respect. Um, because I'm there for them. So a lot of people disagree when Mike and I talk about that, that how it's, you know, even, even the negative ones, even the nasty, you know, but we're not there to judge. We're there to to communicate and relay information. That's our sole job. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're getting, we're trying to learn more about who they are, you know, when they lived, um, if, if they have, you know, a message that they're still, you know, trying to give, I, I don't know if that's, um, you know, how they're reaching out to you. Maybe there's something that they're trying to, you know, tell you to relay to to everybody else. But we're just trying to tell their story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. absolutely. <clears throat> now uh, you're gonna love this name, Pungai Fungi, um, has has asked this particular question. He says, "Do the angry or negative spirits?" Take their frustrations out on you. Bless him. He's hopping right in there, going straight yep. for the jugular. But that's a really um, important question. I've, I've been scratched once. Um, I don't allow that. I mean, I make sure to tell them, do not touch me. You know, please don't. And I'm very respectful when I do it. Um, but when I did get scratched, I got into like this overprotective mama mode just I mean 
I, I, I can't explain it. it. I know that people around me when I'm investigating get scratched a lot. Um, and I, and I can't explain that. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Protective mama mode that you got into, was that for the people that you were with or were you acquiring the emotions of whatever may have physically touched you? Um, I don't like to be touched, harmed or physically harmed. And I'm going to tell them just like I would to someone that is living, don't touch me, you know. Um, I don't like to be touched. And and I do go in very high protective mode when I have my friends that are harmed. And there was a situation, um, I'll probably talk about that later, um, where a couple of my friends were scratched, both of them, in the same place. Um and uh, I, I protected them and I talked to the spirits and told them not to do that. And, you know, it, it was very, very chaotic there. It was, I, I can't even explain it. It was intense. Um, but um, I just go in protection. I mean, that's just who I am. I'm just a very, very, very caring person. And I don't want anyone hurt. So. We have a question from Zippy Davis in the chat. Uh, why do evil, evil spirits feel the need to scratch you? To get your attention. It's an attention um, thing. Okay. I think it's an attention thing. Or if they are intimidated, and not not necessarily by me, but maybe by somebody that is with me, um, they're intimidated by that person. And so they show or try to show their power by causing harm to others that 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 um kind of leads into statement slash question that i have and mike and michelle both i would love to know y'all's opinions on this with what zippy said about them why do they feel the need to scratch and for me it isn't so much just scratch it's the possibility of drawing blood and it almost it, it seems like in their heightened state the the, the most dangerous act of aggression it's the most human mm-hmm. and it make it makes one wonder if if that isn't their way of trying to to be human for just a moment do you do, am i saying that right do you all understand what i'm saying yeah 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 it, it's an it's, opportunity it's, they're it, probably, what, go ahead i'm oh, sorry <laughs> they're probably very frustrated you know that they can't do the things we do because they're not living anymore. So they show their power by, by harming others. And that's just what I think. Yeah. It's an opportunity for them to do something physical again. Um, and it may not yeah. even be, you know, some of them, they may not be intending to do harm, but just to be able to reach out and touch someone. And maybe that's the way it ends up coming out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cause you rarely hear of, of a ghost, punching or slapping it is almost always scratching yeah scratching yeah it's scratching and i mean it's just it's always made me wonder why why that particular form of physical confrontation i think it's a just that's what angry negative spirits do you know that's what they do that's how they show that they're there is when they harm per a person um but I actually was at the Washoe Club, and I had this, um, she was 16 years old. She was a friend's niece, and um, we were at the Washoe Club, and she was, we were crouched down, crouched down, you know, and um, I heard a physical like that. It slapped her on the ass. You could hear the physical wow. slap. And she's like, oh, my God, someone just slapped me in the ass like that. And I was like, don't touch her, you know. And I brought her in between me. I brought her in front of me. But I physically, I heard it. I heard the slap. And that was, like, crazy. Well, Washoe Club is like that anyways. What's going on with you, Vanessa? You're, like, like looking all over the place. You know, airplane going by or, 
No, you'll hear it. <laughs> uh oh. You'll hear it on playback. How you couldn't is beyond me. Yeah. Surprised y'all didn't hear it then. Um, so, um, from Chuck Banks, do you shroud your abilities at times to keep them from bothering you? Do I shroud? You shroud your abilities, yeah. Try to try to hold back your abilities so that um, um, the spirits don't bother you as much. No, I'm very open to them. Okay. I I do not. I mean, I shield myself and guard myself to be in, so something doesn't enter me or I don't get attached. Right. But I am when I go in, I am full blown open. Um. So yeah, I don't. I think that's why I I get what I get. <laughs> Okay. Because I'm so open. Uh, it's going to be um, uh, one of the obvious questions is what's the worst thing you've ever encountered? But I want to know what the best thing you ever encountered was. I want to know what, thing. when it happened, what made you smile? What was the best interaction you've had with spirit? Um, geez. That's a tougher one. The hard one. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Ah, <laughs> oh, gosh. Um. I I don't I don't. I mean, they all make me smile. There's just I don't have a particular, um, particular one. Um, I know that when, I mean, I smile when my father comes in my dreams and my grandmother and my my loved ones. Um, but, um, I, I don't, <laughs> I really, I mean, to come in contact with, actually, there was a pretty awesome thing that made me smile. Um, I was at a cemetery with Scott Grunwald and a few others, and, um, we ran a ITC application, um, and this blew Scott away, actually, because he 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 he's not too hard on those. He doesn't really like those ITC things. He's really old school. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with him on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you get validation, it's absolutely amazing. And we were sitting by the stones, by a headstone, and we were asking what the last name on the stone was and it said i think it was jones and the first name was john and he said john jones and then there was another one it was effenhopper effenhoffen or something like that and we asked uh what does this name says say and it said they said effenhoffen or whatever and then they said E-V-Y-L-N. They spelled these letters. And Scott's like, what the hell? It was Evelyn Effenhofen or something like that. Oh, wow. It was was crazy. (laughs) And, oh, yeah, I smiled about that because we had numerous spirits come in contact with us. And it was was a pretty positive experience. session and positive uh, investigation so that's what i like is having a positive investigation well that that's pretty damn cool because i'm not a big fan of the apps either but if one of them did that i might change my mind (laughs) yeah it's weird I, i mean i i'm not too i wasn't too big on them but uh i i usually do the old school thing first when i investigate and if I'm not getting anything, just to engage the spirits, I try other things. And I try those apps, and they're like, whoa, what is that? You know, hey, I'll just uh, communicate with you through that. And um, it's worked. It really has. Wow. Yeah. You might have to try it, Mike. <laughs> well, I've, I've, used, I've used the apps before, and there, there's been on occasion where... Um, and, and the way I would do it was basically cross check between, you know, not just relying on one, but try several different devices. And there was this one time where we were getting the same response on several different devices. So it was like, okay, something's, something might be up there. Um, yeah. and other times, you know, with the old school ghost box, there's, 
you know, at least to me, um, you know, trying to discern, okay, what might be real, what's really a radio station, um, and then some of the apps, uh, you know, coming from a uh, in a computer programming background, I know how they could very easily be manipulated as well. So that's that's why I usually stick to old school. Not to mention they give me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know like like you Michelle I do hear of people you know having uh, you know having some decent luck with them so uh, oh, to, each, yeah. to each their own. Yeah. Uh, there is an interesting yeah. uh, question here you know a little off topic but um, I think it's an interesting one from Discord Threads. What are the tattoos on your arms and do you have any ink that is protective? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I actually have. My God, how can I show you this? Your Let me see. Right. I see Your the cat. I see the cat. Let me go to the, to the bigger screen. Cool. Okay, so so this is... Um, what the hell? You got it right, right there, right it. there. Okay. Um, I got that tattooed in Salem by a male witch. Cool. Um, this is a protection symbol for me uh, from negativity. Um, and then this one here. Oh, beautiful! Nice. Is the raven. is um, it's a it's in the book of shadows, and it is a protection symbol from negativity. So that's one of those. And then, uh, <laughs> do I have, okay, hold on. Let me just just let you know, take it off. <laughs> no, I think I, YouTube might have a problem with that. Um, but those are my protection. <laughs> those are my protection ones. I've got a lot. Um, so, <laughs> but it's important. Though. It's important. I have um, on my right shoulder. I have a triquerta with what is supposed to be, and I drew it myself with the sun in the upper point. But it's actually not just a sun. It's my son's eye. Oh, how it's cool. And it's, his, it's the color of his eye. And then I have the stars and moon in the east and west points and the pentagram in the center, the pinnacle in the center. Um, and that's on my right shoulder. You know, wow. and yeah, I mean, that is my, that's my protection, you know. I mean, and it, it does work. It doesn't shield from everything because I'm an idiot and I let all yeah. get in. Yeah. But it, Tremendously. Do you find that your abilities or your um, chances of having things come to you increased, decreased, or became more clear after having your tattoos done? Um, no. <laughs> I've always been the same. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's always been the same. Were you this way, since <laughs> little girl? <laughs> huh? Were you this way since a little girl? Oh, yes. Very right. much so. Yes. Um, Did you find a certain age where it started to heighten more, or has it just been, you know, since you were knee high um, or a grasshopper? I guess when I was, my mom was saying when I was younger, you know, when you're younger, your your mind is clear. You don't have so much things on your mind. And, and um, I... My mom said when I was younger that I would put a pencil on the edge of the table and stare at the pencil and make it move oh wow um when i was a young girl and i also found out that my great grandmother um had telekinetic powers i mean i don't have that now <laughs> because i i'm a hot mess <laughs> that's okay so um but yeah my mom said that her great grandmother um she used to have like this, this really big lead crystal ashtray and, you know, the, the lead crystal circular ashtrays yeah. and she would have it on the table and my mom would see her move that lead crystal ashtray with her mind. Hmm. Um, yeah, Interesting. it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it's in my family. Everyone in my family has a certain gift. Um, so I'm blessed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we call it a blessing or a curse, just depending on what day it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's now, true. Um, we've talked before on the show about how, because um, I mean, I, I run along similar lines. 
and how I blocked it out for a long time. And then I brought it back in my 30s and it just kind of kaboomed. Have you noticed the older you get, the more you're able to absorb and draw to you? Or has it stayed the same? Did you ever block it out completely and have it come back? You know, <clears throat> it. I, I've always felt that I've had it. You know, I've always been interested. Um, when I was a teenager, I didn't even think about any of that sort of, sort of thing. Because I'm a teenage girl, you know, crazy hormones all over, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, I started to really get into the paranormal and my abilities when I was in my early 20s. And then through 20 to in the 30s, it kind of dissipated because I, I, I just stopped. And then once I got into my 40s and now it's like majorly heightened. Um, I just, yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's gotten pretty crazy for me. Well, we talk a lot about it being hormonal. And it makes one wonder that uh, generally when you're female, a lot of your instances happen pubescent, you know, and when you're mm -hmm. coming of age, then they can taper off. A menopause or a menopausal surge there, it just like boom and just goes fucking nuts. Yeah, that could be. It just makes, I mean, it makes one wonder. I mean, it doesn't happen that way for guys, but... I don't think. I mean, they don't. No, there's not. there's no child. She just said they heard a kid. Uh, someone yeah. in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shauna's relating that everyone in the chat has uh, heard a child. Uh, wondering if it was on your end or just an audio glitch or what have you. Um, I can tell you this right now. Um, it's I have a child, but he's 13 and he's up in his room playing video games. <laughs> um, uh. I have a young boy spirit in my home and um, he makes his presence known. Um, I've heard him speak in full sentences, disembodied voices. Um, it, it's crazy. He died here when he was oh. 11 years old in 2001. His name is William. Um, they said that uh, actually my neighbor, well, this is crazy because my son, he sees a lot. He, actually, okay. he sleeps with his bedroom door shut um, because he saw, like, like wolf-like dogs hmm. go past his bedroom. And come to find out, I, I know I just went off the, the chart That's there. Okay. But, oh, you're good. Um, but come to find out, the, the people that lived prior to us moving in had wolves pet wow. wolves had pet wolves so wow. yeah okay. that's a little um, different and i'm surprised i mean they might be buried here out and back somewhere um but uh the young boy or my son when we were when he was little would see him um and and let my nose itches sorry and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> sorry um it's crazy, um, but uh, we had we have like these two kennels in our living room for our dogs um, when my kid was like two, three years old, and he was sitting on the floor, and uh, I was sitting on the couch, and he has this Darth Vader micro machine head, you know, from the I guess it's early '90s or something. Um, I used to, I used to buy him like all these cool toys, um, so um, the thing elevated off the kennel hmm. and whoosh, oh wow flew across the room, and his toys would go off and the batter there wouldn't be any batteries in them. So I was talking to my neighbor. She lives across the street, of course, and uh, I was saying telling her about things my my son was going through and she said well didn't you know before you moved in that that there was a suicide and i'm like no i, I didn't and she said um there's a young boy who committed suicide he was 11 years old and his name was william um and 
he, she said he was shot. Well, oh. I envisioned what happened in my head. And um, I'm like, he didn't commit suicide. And she's like, really, Michelle? Are you sure? And I'm like, I'm envisioning this right now. And it was him and his brother, his older brother. He has an older brother, and I guess they fought all the time. Mm -hmm. This is what my neighbor said, too. They were at each other's throats constantly. And um, they were up in that closet, and they pulled down a lockbox. And they pulled out the gun. And it was a service revolver. And this is what I told her. And the bigger brother and him were fighting over it. And the gun went off and it killed him. And she had chills. She's like, Michelle, a service revolver. And I'm like, yes. And she said his father was a sheriff. And um, after I heard the gunshot, she heard the gunshot. She said the older brother ran across the field, like running, like scared. Wow. So I pretty much, they say it's a suicide, and I don't see, you know, a 10-year-old wanting to kill themselves, you know? Yeah, that's a little young. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what I saw, and and he's here, Mm -hmm. and I think he chooses to stay, and I allow him to stay, and I think he he stays because I'm like a mama figure to him, and... uh, um, he likes to hang out with my boy too. So, but yeah, if you hear a small child or a child's voice, that's because it's William. Okay. Uh, so, does he go by the name of Billy at all? Um, Shauna saying yes. that. Okay. Yeah. Shauna was saying that yes. uh, before you actually said the name William, that the the name Billy actually floated into her head. So. Yep. Okay. Yep. Billy. They called him Billy. Okay. So. Very good. Um, well, yeah, that's sad hard. story. Sad story. It's, it, it's, he's here all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to do a full-on investigation of my home probably in a couple months. Um, I, I have done an investigation, a uh, real crazy thing, but I'll tell you guys about that in a little bit. <laughs> what we captured, it's pretty intense. Out in your barn. Oh, yeah, my barn. That's, What's this? I, you know Go ahead what? and tell Hey, Vanessa, I have lived here for almost 14 years, and I have only been in that barn three times. I don't blame you. I don't like your barn, and I've only watched it on my feed. (laughs) What's going on in the barn? Yeah, it's it's not a good There's something bad in there. Yeah. But it doesn't have anything to do with your house. It has to do with the land that your house is on. Yes, 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 it does. And the, yeah. this is is a farmland, an old-time farmland. It used to be an old ranch. It also is Indians, Indian land. The Indians used to cross through here. Um, so, yeah, there, there's so much. It, it's so crazy. Who told you about the stuff under your barn? Stuff under my barn? There's stuff uh, buried under your barn. Um... Did you? I don't remember if it was me or not. That was so late at night. Oh, yeah. It was like where the concrete slab is. Yeah. And and over by the ladder. Because yeah. the underneath the your It's like the cause of it is underneath your barn. Yes. Yeah. I don't go over in that area. That's no. why you didn't see me go forward. I stayed back. Mm-hmm. So. It's icky. It, it has a favorite. <laughs> and it's I don't that mean bad, that. huh? <laughs> I don't mean it to be rude, you know, um, but there was when, when Michelle went in with her live feed and was going to do the live feed investigation in her barn, it was so bizarre because the second you cross the threshold, it just, it's a darkness that has nothing to do with how much light is in there. Hmm. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, that it's, it's dark heavy. during the day. Exactly. It, but it's the first of it was if you went straight back into the barn it's in the left hand corner yep the, the left hand, left hand okay. and it was just yuck it was just, <laughs> it was just I'm sorry Vanessa. it's a very very sorry. technical paranormal term <laughs> just yuck <laughs> it was, it's, it's like a mean old man is sitting yeah. there watching you just okay. wait for his chance yeah that's it's what it feels good. like yeah it's like it's like 
pitchfork do just waiting for you. Mm. You yeah. know, my the area where I live, this is an odd thing. Um, it hasn't happened lately, but like a year ago, there were three men like a block away from me. Three men committed suicide oh. all in the age between 30 and 40 um, years of age in like six months time. Wow. And they were husbands and fathers. And it, it was just very odd. This whole area where I live is just insane. I know that this doesn't make any sense, but hasn't anybody checked the water lately? Mm, just the no. second you said that, I just got unbelievably sick to my stomach. And there was oh. somebody saying they ingested it. So it's something. Interesting. Yeah, it could, it could be mercury or something, or mercury I mean, poisoning. yeah, I mean, I have well water. God, no, I'm scared to drink. <laughs> so I, I never drink it. I drink filtered, but yeah, wow, that would be That's something to check in. Uh, we do have a question it. from yeah. Zippy Davis. Are you ever afraid of what you may discover during an investigation? Um, no, not really. I mean, I've seen some things that, well, no, some things have scared the living fuck out of me. <laughs> like what? I mean, sorry about my language. No. Oh, if this is the internet, you can say fuck. It's okay. I fuck, say fuck, fuck we'll all you. the time. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I do not go into a haunted location scared i i i try to be brave and uh i don't i don't think about something bad in there because if i do then something's gonna happen <laughs> um but yeah i'm no i'm not but something bad has happened oh yeah uh, a few things <laughs> if you had to pick the one that affected you the most what would it be um, the, the most that affected me was the shadow man at the Washoe club. Um, I have captured him on photo. I'm, I'm like one of the lucky few that has captured a photo of this man. He is about six, five, six, six, very tall. Um, of course, I don't know why it's like that but they're always wearing a duster and a cowboy hat yeah <laughs> but Not that's always but like. there are certain ones that do yeah yeah, yeah. so this and, one is um, he's just so powerful he keeps the other spirits at bay he he he's the he's the powerful one is he, he a massage huh is he a misogynist? Does he affect the women more than um, the men? I'll tell you, yes. Okay. Um, I think that because the Washer Club used to be a millionaire millionaire's club where they would bring prostitutes upstairs. I even have, I wish I could play it, but it's on my phone and I'm on my phone. Um, I even have a disembodied voices of women moaning. I mean, loud moans i'll have to share it one day it's crazy but um um he keeps there's a child there a little boy and there's a few women there that he does not let won't let you talk to you it, they won't he won't let you let them speak to you unless he allows it i mean you could go into the washoe club and get absolutely nothing and not hear a darn thing the whole time and it's very it's very, very rare for that because Washer Club is like, oh, it's like one of the most intense haunted locations I've ever been. Um, but he has shown himself to me and it frightened me. And uh, the story on, do you got time? Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah. I, have a, I have a distinct <laughs> interest in shadow people. So anything you can tell about uh, okay. your personal experience, because uh, I've had... Uh, a number of shadow people experience. How I got into the field was a, an experience I had as a child. So um, wow. I'm, I'm currently putting to get together a book on, on shadow people. So any experiences that you have, 
uh, on this topic, go right ahead. Talk all day. Hey, Ollie, I'll send you the picture of him that okay. I captured. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. If you want. It's amazing. Um, but uh, I went with some friends to the Washoe Club. Um, my old boss from Go... I used to be with Ghost Posse. Um, that was before I went on my own and became a lone wolf. Um, I'm still friends with my boss. Um, they invited me to go to the Washoe Club with them. And I was in the ballroom. And she walks up to me and she goes, Michelle, come on. And I'm like, what? She goes, come with me. And I said, okay. And she goes, I go, where are we going? <laughs> what do you want? You know, it's dark, you know. She goes, I want you to look in this room and I want to, I want you to tell me what you feel. And so I'm looking in there and she's to the, okay, there's a wall and she's standing next to the wall and I'm looking straight into the room and I'm looking over and I'm seeing her and she's all, what do you feel? And I go, I don't feel anything. I don't feel nothing. Okay. She goes, are you sure? And, uh, I'm like, yeah. She goes, look deeper in there, you know, feel. And so I'm looking and I, I, I don't see anything. I turn around, she's gone. And I'm, I'm calling out her name. I am calling her name out. I'm like, uh, I don't want to say your name because that's okay. Personal. Right. Um, so, um, I'm screaming her name and I look back in the room and I turn back around and she, oh God, it was like pitch freaking black. But it looked like she moved forward towards me. But what it was is that there was a dark, huge shadow man, a big mass. And it had engulfed her, like engulfed her. So when it went, she didn't even move forward. It moved back, which made it look like she was coming forward. And I screamed. I was so terrified i have never been so scared in my whole life and we both went back into the ballroom and i had people help me calm me down you know if she was engulfed by the shadow person did she feel that at all no Hmm. and she didn't even hear me call her name okay it was it was crazy interesting i she didn't remember any of it um but the weird thing. So she doesn't was, remember it at all. No, she didn't okay. even see the see it. I she mean, didn't she didn't see it, but she didn't remember me. the incident either. Okay. Yeah, but she was looking at me. She could see me, but I couldn't mm. see her. Okay. Um. So when we went into the ballroom and composed, you know, composed ourselves and calmed down, I felt that I needed to walk over by the stairwell where the shadow was. And I walked over there alone, and I put my hand on the, the end of the stairwell, and I turned around, and I looked down the hall, and on the I could see it on the wall. You can see him standing there, and then you can see him moving like this. Okay. And then oh. I heard pulsating, like he was pulsating. And then you could hear, woo, woo, woo. Ooh, that's different. heard that yeah and um yeah. i i called it i said i gotta get out of here i can't i can't deal with this anymore this this frightened me no. i to this day uh now did you get the feeling that uh this was actually a, a a human spirit like a powerful human spirit or maybe something else i don't i think it was not human okay um just by the way the energy that I felt from it, it was not human to me, okay. or past human, if you if you will. Right, <laughs> right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, yeah, that's a really that's hard. a really interesting experience. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You're welcome. Let me ask you: When you guys were there, especially you, but did anybody else um, have difficulty breathing? Or feeling like they, almost like they had a scarf on too tight, even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't cold. You know what I mean? Like their airways were being cut off. Um, actually, I believe so. Uh, her mother had to go sit down because she couldn't breathe really, really well. So that she sat in the ballroom and waited till we all left. Because the stairs that you're talking about, if you go up the stairs... And it's on the left-hand side of the stairs. Um, 
I don't know how many rooms are, but it's like first and second room on the left-hand side of the stairs. Is there is a lot of um, gasping. There's the air is wrong. Okay. Well, the 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 up upstairs when you go forward and then to the right, to the left. Actually, it would be to the right because once you turn the to the once you turn around on the stairwell, um, there's a room to the left where they call call it the angry man's room and um this man i've had it happen too while i was leaving that room and going around the corner you could hear him rush at you you can hear him run at you um and there was an instance when he did that to me and i literally jumped on my friend's back i mean because it was running at me you could hear it it, it was I, I recommend it though because that's an amazing place to investigate. But uh, you got to yeah, but he smells. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I never smelled him. Smells like what, Vanessa? Um, what kind of bad smell? Honestly, like the charcoal that you and I have talked about before. Okay. There's a burning smell like charcoal. Okay. Okay. There was a fire back there, and. Uh, the um, the man that lived back there had a pet monkey, and from what I hear is because he was a miner, they had dynamite up there, and the monkey set somehow got it set uh, set it afire, and it it uh, caused the Washoe Club the top part of it to burn down. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, so did the monkey survive? No, and two children died. Oh, oh, oh that's terrible. Did they see the little girl there very much? Um, I see, I see and feel the little boy more than the little girl, but she has come through before. Yes, I gotta go there. You do come. I'll take you. Yeah, Washoe is supposed to be a really good place. I'll take both of you. Where the hell is both. it? Virginia City, Nevada. I, yeah. I can get there. Virginia City is super haunted to begin with. You, yeah. You could, you could you, spend you days can, in that town. Yeah. 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 You can walk out and sit on the curb and do an EVP session and get amazing EVPs. I mean, that whole town is just alive. Um, it's, I mean, when I get, when I'm going around the mountain to get there, and then as soon as I see it, it's like, <gasps> <sighs> it's just, <laughs> The energy is like no other. Um, when you're so. standing outside of the front of the Washaw Club, if you go to the right, three buildings down, was there a, was there a guy shot there? I'm not sure. If you're looking so out a, the club, yeah. you go to the right and it's three buildings down. You're talking the Wild uh, West, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a lot of death. I mean... That town had over 40 in the 1870s they, when, when they had the silver boom and all that other stuff. Um, they had over 40,000 people living in that little tiny town. Wow. They had more people there than they had in L.A. at that time. And wow. Yeah. It, that's why there's that so much packed. energy. You, you've you've got you've got the metals that are conductors. You got you got copper. You got gold. You got silver in those mountains. Um, you've got a lot of death. I mean, there's a lot of death in that town. Um, they they there's a place inside of the Washoe Club called the Crypt, and uh, there were so many mining accidents and so many people killed during the winter time. The 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 ground was so frozen that they would store the bodies on top of each other inside of that crypt. And that place, whoo, that's pretty active. Uh, too. <laughs> so. Mike, we're going to have, it sounds like we got to Yeah, it, no, it's, it's definitely a bucket list item. I've wanted to go there uh, yeah. for a while. So um, Just we do. let me know. All right. I, I want to go. All right. <laughs> we'll definitely set it up sometime. Uh, we do have a, a question from a little while back from Pamela Rainey. Uh, she wants to ask, uh, has Michelle ever seen or heard anything that made her not want to go back to a location? Um, actually, no. You know, um, Washoe Club, I still go. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, after everything has happened, right? Yeah, after everything has happened. I mean, the spirits know me there. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a second home. Uh, it used to be. I used to go all the time. I mean, I must have investigated that place over 20 some odd times. Um, wow. But, um, no, I, I'll go back. Because that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, ne- negative stuff aside, I mean, at the Washoe Club, you feel like you've built a pretty good relationship with the other spirits that are there? Absolutely, yes. They call me by name constantly nice. when I'm there. So that oh, is fantastic. Just insane. That is insane. Now, where now you've been there a lot, you know, you've been a lot, but where do you want to go? Um, the one place that I really, 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 really want to go is on my bucket list. Number one is the Japanese suicide forest. Oh, wow. Yeah. In Japan. They say you, you can get lost in there. Oh, yeah. You have to, like, make a trail, like, like a rope, and follow that rope. Um You'll you'll be lost. Um, I've always wanted to do that, but the second one on my list is to travel to Scotland um, to um, investigate the vaults and go to Aberdeen, Scotland, where my witch lineage is. Um, I have witches from my family, um, early 1500s from Aberdeen, Scotland, and they were drowned and they were burned. And I would like to come in contact with some ancestors. So it seems like we all have Scottish um, roots somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been to the vaults. Uh, I want to go. To I've been to Mary King's Close. Um, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, you've yeah. been where my witches were. Yeah, the Salem witch trials. Oh yeah, amazing. That, yeah, um, yeah. Scotland is is is. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Sean Gilmore in the chat is wondering, Michelle, do you ever go out east? I have. I mean, you, um, you've talked about Salem, so <laughs> obviously that's yeah, east. Yeah, um, you know, I am deathly scared of flying, <laughs> but uh, I have braved it, and um, I got to go to Kentucky um, for a week with an amazing group of people. Um we investigated so many amazing places. We went to Waverly Hills, um, Bobby Mackey's Music World, uh, Tom Sawyer EP Park, where they have a, um, it used to be an old insane asylum that they tore down. And we went underneath. It, it, it's been overgrown by trees and forests. And they have the, um, the foundation still there and you can go oh, wow. under the ground oh it's crazy we heard some crazy stuff in there nice. um uh salem i've been to salem um that was amazing um i actually did an investigation with scott there um uh we were doing a uh, a session and it was a evr session and what it does is we speak in it and it 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 repeats, 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 mm-hmm. and the spirit manipulates our words and and says makes words. It's it's an amazing tool that Scott uses. Um, but we were getting so many things, and he goes, "Come on, come on, come with me." And I said, "Okay." So we like walked away from the the. Um, the memorial, the witch's memorial, where we were doing our session. And we actually got, through the EVR, Giles Corey is one of the guys that that was, his stone is right there. Okay. And they said his name. Wow. Um, so we walked away, and he goes, hi, I'm Scott. Mrs. Michelle. Right. Um, Introducing yourself. Yeah. yeah, Introduce ourselves. And we weren't near the equipment. We were away. And he goes, okay, come on, let's go. So he brings me back over there and he goes, hi. He goes, who did I just introduce you to? And a man's voice came out loud and said, Michelle, immediately. And uh, we're just like, yeah, that was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, 
yeah, Salem is is another place that the energy there is amazing. People are just so so wonderful. Um, there's a lot of I didn't feel any negativity in that town at all. I did in other towns. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some rude people back there, but um, yeah. <laughs> well. Y- y- I, I, I lived in Massachusetts for 10 like, oh years. God. There is a bit of a, uh, some people there do have a bit of an air about themselves. So, you know, there's a yeah. kind of Eastern I, mentality, can, but, you know. I stood in a But I, but I can say that because I lived there for 10 years. So, yeah, you know. If, I sat, I stood Red Sox fans are just as bad rock. as Yankee fans. So I'll say that. <laughs> no, but I, I stood at a crosswalk for like 10 minutes waiting for cars to stop so I could cross. Yeah. And no one stopped. And no. I'm standing there. And then I got really upset. And then I started being like them. And I'm like, fuck off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I was so frustrated. So. Yeah, but driving yeah, around there like, is crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, B3 that Airspace was wondering if you've ever been anywhere in Kansas. Um, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I like, would like to. Like, like Shay says, mass holes. There you go. Yeah, mass holes. Yeah, mass yeah. holes. <laughs> yeah. I lived in Kansas for over 20 years. You're good. <laughs> oh, really? But, but there, there is a lot there as well. Um, there, there's, there's a stuff lot, in Kansas, a lot yeah. that goes on in Kansas. Um, Dodge City is, is really interesting. Oh. Um, and there's actually another place when you are on your way to a, to a little town called Neotache, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a house that is there that um, many, 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 many moons ago, um, a woman and her husband would bring in travelers. You know, it was all, not like a bed and breakfast, but it was like a, you know, you can come and stay the night or whatever. And she would feed you. And people didn't know is she was feeding them people who had stayed before. Because there was a curtain behind where she would have the guests sit. That's mm-hmm. how they got their meat. They mm-hmm. would keep the guests. And they would cut them up and cook them and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <Right>. Stories. <laughs> pretty, pretty damn nasty. <laughs> yeah, come on over for the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, we are um, just about up to our hour mark. Can you believe that? Wow. You survived, oh, yeah. Michelle. <laughs> You've made it this far. <laughs> Woo! I've done. I think I've done a two-hour one before. It went quick. Yeah, it, it really? flies once you once you start getting into it. It just flies by. So especially at our show, it just. Oh yeah. You know, seems like we just started yeah. asking questions. I know so, it does. Yeah. You know, so people in people in the chat are saying, "Boo! No, hey." It, after this show is inside the upside down, so you do have another hour. It's just a different show in different format. So, exactly. so stay tuned. <laughs> um, now, what do you have coming up? Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Um, in uh, April, I'm going to be investigating the Blair House for two nights. Enjoy. Um, yes, I get to stay there for two nights, sleep there, which I'm excited. Yeah, it's a good spot. And. Um, um, it's going to be an event. It's called the Women of the Paranormal. It's um, uh, Reap Investigations are the ones that are putting Yo. on the event. I love them. Love them. They are wonderful. <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to be going there a couple days early. I'm going to go wander around and, and, you know, go search for some haunted locations. I mean, I just can't get enough of this stuff. But, right. uh I'm going to do that, and then in um, June, I'll be doing the Eureka Paracon in Eureka, Nevada. Um, with uh, I'll be alongside my good buddy, Scott, and uh, uh, we're going to be doing that for a three-day event. And, and then pretty much, I think I'm free. I might be doing Gettysburg in November, I think. Um, okay. And I I've- just do a lot of lives. Okay. So. <laughs> How can people find you? Uh, they just go on uh, Facebook and look up Michelle LeBaron, L-E-B-A-R-O-N. <laughs> and uh, I think backslash or forward slash paranormal investigator. And they can go on to my paranormal page and they can even go on to my, my regular page. It's public. I have nothing to hide. 
<laughs> same girl, same. And I highly recommend to those who are watching you tonight on the show to check your page out. Your live feeds that you do are, are really spontaneous. Um, the, the investigations that you do, they're really spontaneous. They're down to earth. You you love it when people contribute. And yes. that's how we learn in this field is by interacting with each other. Yes. Keeping those readings on the live feeds and, and giving our opinions and mulling things over. And that's what we're looking for here on Edge of the Rabbit Hole is to get people to do that. Yeah, I like, I like doing the interactive thing, you know, have people join in. Yes. Um, I think You're I don't want it to be the me show. Exactly. <laughs> right. You like when people interact and that's that is appreciated. Well, that's something yeah. we like about the shows. We just we keep going. I mean, it's the three of us are just back forth, back forth, and we include everybody in the chat. So fantastic nope. fact. Tom McNicholas <laughs> is saying we should have had the show during the blue moon. So it's a oh. it's a super blue blood moon. I mean, it's like all kinds of crazy stuff because it's a it's a blue moon. It's a super moon. It's a lunar eclipse. You got all this stuff going on tomorrow. It's That's just like the, the apocalypse is happening tomorrow. So <laughs> it's oh oh it's I, I have one more here. thing. Go ahead. Um, one more thing. I'm actually in April before I go to Ohio. I'm they just opened the Goldfield Hotel, and oh. I'm going to the gold field to investigate we're going to be there for the weekend and we're going to investigate the gold field hotel and i'm going to be with some amazing friends it's going to be great very so very cool i just had to put that out there i'm excited about that fantastic all right Goldfield <laughs> hotel yeah that's that's a popping yeah. place absolutely all right well let's go ahead and do some shout outs before we wrap up the show and remember you know stick around after the show because we do have inside the upside down coming up after that, in which we're going to be talking about Dear David and whether or not that is a hoax. So, um, it's a hoax. But... <laughs> you gotta let me... <laughs> she hadn't finished exhaling. So, alright. <laughs> Let's get into it. So, of course, Shauna, our chat shenanigator. Thank you, as always, for shenanigating our chat. Um, Donna Gordon, one of our Cheshire cats, has been down there as well. So, um, let's get into everybody else. So, Pungai Fungi, great to see you again. Tammy Heitzman, um, looking forward to seeing you in June. Sean Gilmore, great to see you out here. Uh, Danielle Heil, um, I, I'm hoping I say it was Heil or Heil. I hope I'm saying it right. B3 Airspace, one of our fantastic uh, Patreon supporters, as well as Tom McNicholas, who's also down there in Periscope. So appreciate that down at Periscope as well. So I don't know if Lynn's White is down there at all too, but if she is, hey, Lynn's. Um, Lee Earl, thanks for joining us again tonight. Appreciate that. Joe Chandler, as always, thank you very much. Andrew Cox, Andrew number one, thank you. Uh, Ether Shadow is uh, in the house, as is Dawn, Spooky Spectacular. Uh, Diane Hilbert, thank you for joining us again. Katie Palmer, thank you. Amanda Tyrell, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Zippy Davis, always like one of the first ones here. Uh, Mark Fiore, thanks for joining us tonight. Jen, thank you. Pamela Rainey, thanks for the question. Uh, Bethany Warner, thank you as always. Uh, Shay Carroll, thanks again. Uh, Chipper Terry, uh, Julia Syracuse. Uh, who else do we have? Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. Go check out their show too. Good stuff. Uh, Wendy Jessica Joe Sarton, thank you for joining us. Um, Oklahoma in the house. Uh, Spirits to Spirit, Scott, too. Thank you uh, for joining us tonight. River, thank you as well. A lot of people in the house. Tina the best. Yeah, a lot of new people. Hey, if you're new, hit the subscribe button. <laughs> hit the subscribe button. <laughs> yeah. hit, hit the little notification button, and you'll get notified of this stuff. We do this... Um, well, every week, every Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Edge of the Rabbit Hole, we follow that up with Inside the Upside Down uh, directly after, after I switch out a few things and all that. And then, of course, we have Friday Night Ghost Frights on Friday nights, and we have an investigation video of some sort over either over the weekend or Monday nights, uh, depending on how soon it is till I get it out. Um, so we usually got three, four, five things going on every week. Uh Robert White, Soylent Green. Yeah, Soylent Green is people. I have no idea why where that came up in the conversation, but I saw it. <laughs> um, who else do we got going on in here? Um, Carrie Parrish. Can't forget Sherry, Carrie yeah. Parrish. And uh, Cheryl Midkiff. 
our winner of the 5,000 subscriber t-shirt contest. Um, Bree Jones, thank you. A uh, lot of great input on our last live investigation um, this past weekend. So I'm going to scroll all the way back down now. If, if there's anybody else, uh, Bear Cave Zoo, uh, thank you uh, for joining us during the live here. And I think that's going to be about it. If I missed anybody, you know, again, it's nothing personal. It's just there's a lot of y'all in the chat. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot in there. And yeah, wow. we, we got chastised one time for yeah. not getting somebody. So yeah. again, Ren like Oak. I said, yeah, can't, can't forget Ren Oak. And I know I got Tom and Nicholas earlier, but I just want to throw them out there because because Tom was our super chat superstar for tonight. So do appreciate Twice. that. Twice. All right, everybody. Um, Michelle, thank you for joining us. Really had a uh, great time Thanks. talking with you. So um, <laughs> looking forward to hearing more from you. Thank you for having me tonight. Oh, absolutely. You're and thank you, everyone, who's joined to watch <laughs> my craziness. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's the monster. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but um, I love you, Vanessa. All right. We'll talk to you later, everybody. You guys all have a great night. Good night, everyone. Thank you. I